Remember, your body got you through a worldwide pandemic. Your body has carried you through the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Your body is strong. You are strong. And it's important that you never forget that. Welcome to So I've Heard, the space where I give my take on all things health and wellness. I'm your host, Austin Allen. Hello and welcome to episode 37 of the So I've Heard podcast. This is a space where I take on the hottest topics, trends, and questions surrounding health and fitness. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about how to keep loving your body during the holiday season. Today's episode wasn't inspired by a specific conversation that I had with a client or a specific question that was asked of me, but it was inspired by a common experience that a lot of individuals are unfortunately feeling right now. The holidays are often a happy time for many, but they're also generally a time full of food guilt, negative body image, and tons of messaging bombarding you about what you should look and feel like during the holidays. And if I had a nickel for every ad that I've seen lately regarding quote-unquote proper fitness, I could train all of my clients for free for the entirety of 2022. So I thought it was a very important and timely time to take on an episode today like this to talk more about what you can do and for all those of you listening to enjoy your holiday season while also continuing to love the body you are in. No guilt, no compensations, just a joyous, healthy, and body positive holiday. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. Step number one, make a plan, a compassionate plan. I feel like planning was an appropriate place to start because let's face it, the holidays can be a stressful and busy time. And during this stressful time, it's really easy to feel a pressure to focus more on the gifts we are giving than on our own health and fitness. Now, there's nothing wrong with gift giving and enjoying the holiday season, but it's important to remember that you and your health matters too. And when we feel our health slip away from us during the holiday season, it's really easy to follow up this quote-unquote bad behavior through self-sabotaging, critical, compulsive behaviors after the fact. It's easy to get this overwhelming urge to make up for everything that we did or didn't eat or do during the holiday season. So if that's you, and that's definitely been me in the past, creating a plan to keep you and your health front of mind during the holiday season is one of the best places to start. Now, notice that I said a compassionate plan. The reason for this is because I don't want this to be misconstrued as creating a plan for all the crazy workouts you need to do and foods you need to restrict and cut out to stay quote-unquote healthy during the holiday season. What I mean is that you're creating a compassionate plan that allows you to lovingly accept you and your body while still planning ahead for all the holiday road bumps 
that might stand in your way. So for starters, make a plan to move your body every day and not for hours and hours on end, but just for five to 15 minutes here and there. Keep it simple and keep it doable. Exercise can mean so much more than structured cardio days or strength workouts. Now, on that note, I do highly encourage you to aim to get at least two to three full body strength workouts a week if possible. That will keep your results moving in the right direction from a strictly science-based standpoint. However, the most important thing to remember is to just move. Go for walks with friends or family, dance along to some holiday music as the cookies bake in the oven, try out some fun holiday-themed workouts or a yoga class. Whatever it is that you'd like to do, just start moving. Some movement, no matter how small or short, can go a really, really long way. So for the first part of your compassionate holiday plan, move your body every day and schedule those structured workouts into your calendar right now to help you get ahead of the busy holiday season. Now, the second part of this compassionate holiday plan is regarding your food. Because as we all know, the holidays are full of tons of yummy treats. Now, that might scare some of you. And if you are feeling this way, you're entirely valid in feeling that. But here's the thing. It doesn't have to be scary. And here's why. There is no such thing as good or bad foods. There are simply better or worse foods depending on the context of your story and your own goals. And the reason that I say that is because there is no need to restrict any foods during the holiday season. There is a time and place for every yummy holiday treat. Now, that's not to say that you should necessarily go and eat the entire sheet of holiday sugar cookies, But it does mean that you can take a breath and know that you are not bad or undisciplined for enjoying the occasional holiday treat. And in fact, having this moderation over restriction mindset will allow you to avoid those scary moments where you disconnect, eat the whole bowl of holiday treats, and come to again wondering what happened. The treats no longer appear as a forbidden fruit, but more so as another option of the many other foods that you could enjoy during the holidays as well. Diets built on moderation instead of restriction are always more compassionate, realistic, and more importantly, sustainable. Now, if you know that you can't resist eating that entire sheet of holiday cookies, instead of avoiding them entirely, just make them harder to reach control your nutritional environment as best as possible. How can you make the healthier choice the easier choice in your own environment and kitchen? Fill that holiday bowl on the counter with maybe more nutritious, traditionally better foods like fruit and veggies over cookies and pastries. Make these the foods that you reach to when your stomach starts rumbling during the holidays. Keep the holiday treats on a higher shelf or tucked away so that you have to go through more stoplights, so to speak, before you eat them. Maybe that means that the holiday sugar cookies are now in a batter form instead of entirely pre-made. It doesn't mean that you can't have them. 
It just means that you now have to go through the effort of making them from scratch. And that small shift will give you more moments to stop, check in to see how you're really feeling, and move forward from there. Stop for five to 10 minutes before you indulge in that holiday craving. Ask yourself questions like, am I really hungry right now? Do I really want that holiday cookie right now? Why do I want this holiday treat right now? Oftentimes, just stopping to ask ourselves these questions will allow you to moderate how many of those tasty treats you are really eating. And if you get to the end of those 10 minutes and decide that you really do want that cookie, then eat the cookie and enjoy it while you do. Take your time to taste the wonderful experience of the yummy flavors and the good feelings that come from that. Oftentimes, it's just the taste that we want, not the whole bowl of cookies itself. Maybe this is also a great time to do some research into some more nutritious homemade holiday snacks and recipes. Who knows? Maybe you'll find a recipe that you really, really enjoy. And most importantly, when it comes to your food during the holidays, just slow down. It takes our brains and our stomachs roughly 20 minutes to communicate when we are really full. 20 minutes. So by slowing down, you're giving your body a better chance to regulate just how much food you really need. Eat mindfully. Enjoy every piece of those yummy holiday treats. And rest easy knowing that you are taking action with your food without restricting yourself from enjoying the holidays. So step number one for loving your body during the holidays is to make a compassionate plan by moving your body every day and moderating your food instead of restricting or avoiding it. Step number two, avoid the body talk and embrace the body love. Body talk is especially prevalent during the holidays. Tons of conversations revolve around weight loss, how we feel about our body image, which is unfortunately negative generally, and what we quote-unquote need to do to be better or look better moving forward. But a powerful way to release yourself from the negative feelings around those body-critical conversations is to not engage in them. If someone starts talking about their new diet, just gently step away from the conversation and move on to better things. And if you can't step away from the conversation, maybe try redirecting it to talk about the positive, amazing things that are going on with you or with that person that you are talking to. Focus on strengths and accomplishments, not on weight lost or inches gained. And if you do find yourself talking critically about your body or your food, take a breath. Acknowledge that thought. Ask yourself, is this really true? And replace it with a positive truth. So if you notice you're saying to yourself, "Ugh, I've just been so lazy this holiday season. Step one, take a breath, a deep breath. Step two, acknowledge that critical thought. Don't judge it, just acknowledge that it's there. Step three, ask yourself, is this thought really true? And step four, replace it with a positive truth. You know what? I actually haven't been lazy this season. I've been working really hard in my job, and I'm proud of myself for how far I've come. 
no matter I'm tired. I've been so busy making such a great impact. Shift to the positive as much as possible. Flood your mind with body positive, truthful statements as much as you can. Because we'd be foolish to think that we won't have moments of critical body negative messages or thoughts during the holidays. But that doesn't mean that you can't replace them with positive truths. Ask others around you what they love about you and let these messages lead the way when you are feeling down. Remember, your body got you through a worldwide pandemic. Your body has carried you through the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Your body is strong. You are strong. And it's important that you never forget that. So step number two to loving your body during the holiday season is to avoid the body talk and embrace the body love. And my third and final step for loving your body during the holidays is control what you can control and take it one day at a time. Unfortunately, there are a lot of things that we can't control over the holidays. We can't control how busy our schedule may be. We can't control all of the interactions that we're going to have with our friends and with our family. We can't control what food may or may not be at that work holiday party. But the good news is that there are still a lot of things that are in our direct control. We can control how much we move our body during the holidays. We can control that we are mindful with our eating and slow down to enjoy our food. We can control that we focus on strength and personal best in our workouts. We can control that we fill our days with body positive affirmations and loving, true statements. We can control the boundaries that we set for ourselves during the holiday season. By focusing on what you can control, you are reminding yourself that you are in charge of you and your body. You matter. Your health matters. And by taking it one day at a time, you allow yourself to remain in control. That doesn't mean that every day will be perfect. In fact, most days won't be. But you can rest easy and take a breath knowing that you are doing your best to have a compassionate and enjoyable holiday season by taking charge of what you can control and letting go of the things that you can't. You deserve to enjoy the holidays. You deserve to love yourself and your body during the holidays. And you can do this. I believe in you. And I hope these three tips send you moving in the right direction. And don't ever be afraid to reach out if you need a little bit of support along the way. That is a wrap on another episode. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen, and I hope you enjoyed that information and it was helpful for you. It is also almost a wrap on 2021. Can you believe it? 2022 is quickly approaching. And with that being said, I am so excited to do the next six-week series here at Lighthouse Fitness. The next six-week series here at Lighthouse Fitness is Dancing into the New Year 2.0. 
Dancing into the New Year 2.0 is the second edition of a fan favorite dance centric group fitness series. Back by popular demand, this series is all about moving forward, having fun with your fitness, and dancing right into a positive 2022. Come join us for an exciting whole body dance centric workout every week while also working out with a great community at the same time. No special equipment needed. Classes are every Wednesday from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time on Zoom. If you are interested in learning more about how to tag along with this fun Dance Forward series, check us out at www.befitwithlighthouse.com or learn more at lighthouse underscore fitness on Instagram, and I hope you can tag along. Thank you again for taking time to listen to today's episode. And as always, I'm your host, Austin Allen. 